Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources. Great to be with you here on KSL News Radio today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, we've got a lot of ground to cover, and the fastest 60 minutes of radio is we try to help you slow things down. Separate the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and help you make the news make sense. And we do have a lot of ground to cover today as we continue to watch the uh, unrest across the country and even right here in the state of Utah. And we're going to get right after it today. Uh, we are very pleased to be joined here at Broadcast House, safely social distanced across the glass, uh, former Oregon Senator. Gordon Smith, who is uh, now the uh, head of the National Association of Broadcasters, uh, has been doing that since uh, 2009. Is that right, Senator? That's correct, Boyd. Good All to right. be with you. Wonderful. So glad you're here. Uh, we know that you uh, do have a connection here to the state of Utah, a home here in the state of Utah. And uh, in your role as uh, head of the National Association of Broadcasters, obviously you're you're watching out for uh, for journalism and broadcasting. Uh, as you've been here in the state, uh one, have you have you watched what's unfolded over the weekend here from a, a Utah perspective? What did you see and uh, kind of some reactions in terms of the, the media role and how the media is treated here in the state of Utah? Well, Boyd, I uh, certainly did follow all over the country <laughs> the, the role of the media in these uh, this ex- emotional eruption that's happened after this terrible uh, taking of life of um, uh, in, in Minnesota. And I think it's a... Uh, the confluence of a lot of things, people just wanting to get out and uh, express a lot of emotion. But I figured when when Salt Lake City was the, the a scene of some disruption too, then it really was very very serious. And we're obviously focused on doing everything we can at the uh, National Association of Broadcasters to make sure reporters have access to um, reporting the news. Um, I think it's really important to remember in times of insecurity and chaos, you go back to first principles like the First Amendment. And when you have protests, that's a protected activity. But looting and violence and and uh, vandalism, those are not things that are protected. Mm. But the other constitutional activity going on is is the freedom of the press. Right. And um, we, we're, we're asking police departments who, by and large, are doing a wonderful job trying to restore order. Um, to to remember that uh, reporters need to have access. They they should not be as has happened in some cities, um, the targets of rubber bullets, uh, tear gas, and pepper spray. They need to be the first informers to give people the context in their communities what's ha- actually happening. Yeah, that's such a such an important thing and and such a, a challenge. That transparency is is so important. We know it was, it was the transparency of uh, someone with a cell phone camera 
uh, you know, that really brought a lot of this uh, to light. We've had some interesting things here, uh, even with KSL, our own uh, Kelly Pierce uh, was was out reporting uh, and the car that she was driving, the uh, KSL car that she was driving was vandalized with graffiti on it. Uh, and so it's so important. I, I, and I, I'm going to ha- have you drill down just a little bit in terms of those constitutional tugs and pulls that it, we do have this right of assembly. We do have this right to free speech and, and this freedom of the press. All of those really have to come together, don't they? They really do. And they need to be respected and remembered uh, by officialdom and also by the, the general public. Mm. And, and in, a, in a time of, uh, of social media where so much misinformation is, is – uh, originates. Uh, People in survey after survey show that the news that they trust the most is their local journalists on radio and TV. They're part of their families. They they need us to show up to work. They need to have the context that uh, these journalists who live in this community are able to give um, to every family that will turn on a radio or a TV. Yeah, so important. Uh, You've obviously had great experience back in Washington, D.C., in the United States Senate, played a critical role there. Uh, As you look at Washington and uh, what took place in the nation's capital, what your former colleagues are doing in the Senate, what's your perspective in terms of uh, the D.C. front right now? Well, uh, I, I can tell you it was my experience that in any presidential election year, uh, there is an overwhelming uh, influence of politics. Everybody's posturing for the next campaign uh, to try to win majorities and uh, either win or keep the White House. And so not much policy ha- happens or will happen. I mean, there will be the essentials that will be done, but hard policy issues will not be tackled until – a new administration takes uh, office and a new Congress is impaneled. And, um, you know, in the meantime, I think uh, where there's times of great emergency like this coronavirus, it is at those times where uh, I saw this in 9-11. I saw it Mm. in the real estate bubble of 2008. Republicans and Democrats uh, seem to remember more that, you know, we're Americans first and not partisans. And you come together and you you do um, difficult things. You saw the Congress do that this time with the first two coronavirus relief bills. And then the third one got more difficult because more political agendas uh, began to pile on and try to get a ride out of the station. And uh, the fourth one, if there is one, is going to be fraught with uh, presidential politics and um, I don't know that there will be one. I rated it a 50-50 chance. Uh, but uh, you, you'll see the, the summer and the fall will be quite unproductive and that whatever business is yet to be done will be done in a lame duck session. Right. I think that's pretty easy to predict. <laughs> yeah, I think you can bet the ranch on that one, actually. <laughs> very good. If you're just joining us, uh, we're very pleased to be joined here at Broadcast House uh, by Gordon Smith, former senator from the great state of Oregon, a great connection to the state of Utah, and currently is the uh, head of the uh, National Association of Broadcasters. Uh, I want to go back to something you, you mentioned early there, Senator, and, and that is this uh, uh, idea that people do trust their, their local media a little more than the national. And, and I want to get to this this element of their, the divisiveness that seems to be happening in the country uh, there's the political component to that, and there's the whole industrial complex that benefits from division. Uh, 
Uh, and then you have some of the national media, not all, some of the national media that is also really playing to that divisive core because it's good for ratings and good for advertising and so on. How do we how do we break that iron triangle, so to speak, between division, politics, and uh, some of the national media? Well, I think it's not hard to observe that at the national level, it does seem like the networks uh, and um, certainly the cable channels file off a bit too politically Mm -hmm. in some cases, not all. Um, But the reason that local localism and journalism at home by people who live in the community is trusted is that there is that connection. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you think about your radio personalities like Boyd Matheson, or your TV uh, personalities that you invite into your home every f- five o'clock or whenever you watch the local news, they become part of your family. And and I remember in my own experience in, in Oregon with the media there, I knew that when I would go to uh, NBC or ABC or the Fox uh, affiliate, they just wanted the facts. They didn't spin it. They... they uh, they just uh, were were more reliable to uh, report without favor or fear. And I think that's a really important line that broadcast journalists need to always remember, mm. whether local or national. Yeah. Uh, because it does distinguish us from, from the cable news networks. Sure. Because those tend to be sort of – they go to their the political offices to get their talking points every <laughs> right. day. <laughs> right. And, and that's – that just reinforces um, people's political biases, and I'm not sure it contributes much to the civic dialogue. Yeah, so so important. Again, if you're just joining us, we've got uh, former senator uh, with, with us, Gordon Smith from Oregon, uh, part of the National Association of Broadcasters. And just want to bring things full circle just in our, our last minute here, Senator, uh, that, again, this the important balance. How do you see things moving forward and how do we make sure that we keep those, all of those rights in place, that we that we have law enforcement that can do their job in terms of keeping the peace, that, uh, that journalists have their ability to do that, and that people still have their right to assemble and to protest? Boyd, I don't think it can be emphasized too much um, that, that people understand as part of their civic responsibility that very vital First Amendment um, roles are being played out here, protected roles. The right of the people to assemble and to redress government for, with grievances, um, but that's legitimate speech. It's, it's sacred. Mm. And also the freedom of the press. Um, this is really important. And, you know, President, so I don't care whether it's President Obama or President Trump who vocalizes his opposition to the media. Since the time of George Washington, uh, presidents have been complaining about the media. That's right. But no president in history was more criticized than Abraham Lincoln. And Lincoln wisely observed that give the people the facts and everything will be fine. And that I think we need to remember. And the press's role uh, needs to always be adjusted in their own minds, uh, a, a journalist, to make sure that without fear or favor, they're trying to get the facts to the people so that they can then adjudge a situation in proper context. Uh, fantastic perspective. Senator uh, Gordon Smith, the head of the National Association of Broadcasters, 
So appreciate you being here. Appreciate your perspective as always. And uh, as a, an adopted Utah, we'll, we'll take you anytime we can get well, you. Well, thank you, Boyd. My my ancestry all walked across the plains to Utah, so I, I'm kind of an adopted Utah in, in that sense. My well, ancestry's all here. <laughs> well, good. We'll, we'll keep you here. Uh, always appreciate your perspective and great wisdom, great insight there uh, for sure. Gordon Smith, so great to have him in uh, the building today. All right, uh, we're going to go ahead and step aside. When we come back, we'll be joined by Scott Rasmussen, brand new poll from the Deseret News, Hinckley Institute of uh, Politics. Uh, Our good friend Scott Rasmussen will join us next with new numbers. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.